Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates from Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Phil, who's here to speak with us about her experience of practicing with the most recent Musings article. Welcome, Phil. Well, hi, Anna. Glad to hi, be here. Hi, what have you been seeing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for being you know, here. What have I you mean, been I'm, seeing? I'm always so inspired by these, uh, the you know, the Musings, and this April Musing one was just a... a one of my absolute favorites, but every one I read, of course, is my absolute favorite. So um, what I'm, I'm seeing, I think the, one of the biggest takeaways from uh, this was that, uh, you know, this, the whole um, thing about the opposites and um, how, you know, we have, it, when we think of opposites, we think we have a choice. Oh, uh, it's this or that. But what I really saw, of course, and what I'm sure the what was pointing at was that, uh, you know, that's not the choice. The opposites, you know, the this or that opposites. It's the, um, the what was is interesting is that the it's the opposites. Both opposites are on one side because they don't even exist. And then, mm. you know, awareness would be the. The, what we're, what we would uh, want to, at least what I would want to choose if I, mm. you know, were to have a choice. And it does seem like that's the choice, you know. Um, it reminded me of, like, in Deuteronomy, you know, that whole thing about choose life or death. And, you know, of course, choosing awareness is choosing life. And uh-huh. So if I'm with you, Phil, it sounds like it gave you a whole kind of tool or way to bring conscious awareness to where attention is, right? Is it on that world of opposites? And if it is, we can know that attention's on conditioned mind. The choice isn't between this or that. The this or that is the clue for you that attention is on conditioned mind. And the choice, if you will, is to redirect attention to awareness, the awareness that encompasses that world of opposites and from that awareness, we can see that that world of opposites isn't real. Yeah, I was um, sitting here, you know, I was sitting here to be unmuted, and um, what's interesting is that I was watching the birds fly by, and I thought, the birds don't have any opposites. Nobody Mm. has opposites, I don't think, but people, because it's just an illusion of the mind. And... um, so anyhow, it was just so uh, fascinating to uh, to see it that way. Mm. Mm. Sounds like you went right to that place of uh, being in this here now as the birds are, where th- those opposites don't exist. You can see clearly and kind of bring that projection back to that's the authenticity that this is. It doesn't have those concepts. It doesn't have that duality, the this or the that. Oh, they're this against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, um, and in some ways, there's not even a choice. You know, it's just like, um, you know, if it, if it, if you're noticing a tug of war, of, you know, it's just letting go. And you know, what happens if you let go of the rope in a tug of war? <laughs> the other side collapses, and um, it, that's kind of what it 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 feels like. 
Yes, it's like all those ways we've been talking about it in practice, right? The mm-hmm. uh, you, you can't resolve the mind from within the mind, or the the problem that ego hands us labeled box doesn't have a solution. It's only a problem, right? So as you said, that world of opposites that you that this versus that can't be resolved from within it. It just that's all it does. That's all it can do. It's a program. And our um, choice, our opportunity, the possibility is to redirect attention to to awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a real experience of of that the other uh, day. Of course, I have a lot of small ones. It's just like it happens all the time. But this is this was one that was real interesting to me. It was um, a few days ago. One of our uh, staff people um, died, and she was someone I really. Uh, cared about. I didn't even know her that well, but she's just this nice, really good presence. And actually, she lives on the East Coast, and I only talked to her through the phone. But um, I noticed when I found out, I just started, you know, feeling this loss and sadness. And um, and as the day progressed, here's the interesting thing. I became aware of... Um, feelings of like unsettledness and grouchiness they like they were just intertwining themselves in or in and around like this kind of a grief that mm. was going on and and then I noticed an identity you know lurking around and a conversation starting and um, I recorded and listened I know and that helped and then um, it just it just dropped in to move to the, you know, the love and the gratitude that I felt for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was, you know, absolutely um, not surprising because we know this will happen, but with my breath and breathing and putting attention on awareness, you know, in that way of, of love and the love and gratitude. And the, the whole thing just dissolved. It just mm-hmm. like, another realm, you know, just back into life. You could just feel the movement in something because that was such a, uh, to me, I guess, you know, an experience I was being really aware of and and noticing. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a a powerful application, Phil, as you describe it. So there you are in this experience of the loss of a person in your life, this lovely presence, and you notice all of this, these experiences of unsettledness and grouchiness, and you stopped and turned attention to love, to the gratitude that you felt for this person, and everything completely transformed your experience. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, um, you know how in Harry Potter, they just run through the wall on platform nine and three quarters, I think that's what they called it, nine and three quarters, that platform where they just disappear into another, uh, a whole other, um, well, realm. And it was just like that. It's just that mm-hmm. movement. And um, and it, it, it really does just take putting, you know, moving our attention, directing our attention to awareness. And it just, and that's to me what that article was was pointing at and you know and um and it's just that our that whole illusion of opposites really comes in because i could tell how the you know 
it, the what the boy, the conversation started to be in that situation I just described is that something like, well, you, sh- why do you? No, it wasn't even you shouldn't. It was why do you feel this way? You hardly mm-hmm. even, you know, know the person, and you know, and this kind of came on kind of strong, and and I and there was the opposite right there. I feel this way, but I shouldn't, and uh, but it it just cut right through it, you know with that, the attention on awareness. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like from awareness you could see that contradiction, that opposition try to kind of form itself, right? So there you are having this experience and you're told that this, is exper- this experience is wrong. Well, you shouldn't be having this experience. Why are you having the experience? this experience? And in that turn of attention to awareness, it was like running through the wall and platform nine and three quarters into this totally different, realm and all of those things that we hear about all those practice principles you know the quality of the focus of our attention and heaven and hell are just a hair's breadth and movement of the attention apart and we get to experience that for ourselves yes 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 it just it was it's just so wonderful and um that, that last quote that or the last thing that was said in that article something about uh this means attention, that attention is on awareness, for awareness is the continual, continuant, uh, something like continuity, I don't know how it's said, but with uh, all duality, where this is part of like, which where all duality ceases and all differences uh, ex- exist. You know, everything mm-hmm. can be different, but there's no dualities. Yes. And yes. Um, it's just a, an amazing place to live. Yes, just this and this and this in that continuum of awareness. Yeah, in this here now. Yeah. Well, thank in you, Phil. Now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you <laughs> very here, much, Anna. And here we are. Thank you for being with us. My pleasure. Enjoy it. <laughs> thank you. And we'll turn the show over to Michael. Wonderful. Thank you, Anna, and thank you, Phil. Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air, and good afternoon, Jen. Good afternoon, Michael. Technology always makes this a, a fun and exciting <laughs> adventure. It, it really it really keeps us on our toes, doesn't it? And you know what does <laughs> yes, two it does. things, two really great things? It keeps at least one person on their toes, and it gives the rest of us lots of beautiful time to meditate. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, and uh, what drops in is, and you know, in sangha and in practice, you know, we're trained to. That's right. That's just exactly be here right. and and present. I'm looking and at that too. Exactly. Not a problem. There's no urgency. Yep. yep. I'm sure somebody's working on this, doing the best they can. <laughs> yes. Exactly like Phil and Anna <gasps> were just talking about with the music yes. article, right? Pointing at that yes. exact same thing. That we have the training not to go into a duality, not to mm. enter into a conditioned conversation, but simply to use it as an opportunity to practice being here, counting the breath, just being attention on awareness. Yes, and it, it's just such a kindness to uh, to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, to hold the big picture. Yeah. We're here for everybody. We're all going for the same thing here. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was really hearing that in that conversation that, that they were just having about the Musings article and, and 
having that experience myself and working with that article, the piece that was so big, I love that image that Phil used of, you know, well, what happens when you let go of your side of the tug of war? <laughs> you know, it, can't, <laughs> right. it can't go anywhere, right? And, yes. and conditioned mind constantly has us in that tug of war, right? Always pulling on that other side of the rope. And then we yes. realize, ah, I, I don't have to do that you know, mm. that scenario that she was laying out. And that beautiful piece in it that I know around here we've been looking at a lot of when there isn't the self-hate, then we don't take personally all the things that conditioned mind is doing to me and through me and, you know, yes. throwing at me. And, and so we get to really, really see it for what it is. We don't have to take yes. it personally and feel bad about it. Yes, it's not personal. And I also love that image they mentioned of the box of problems that conditioning mm -hmm. is continually offering to me. And say, actually, no, thank you. Uh, that's not mine. Yeah. I'm not interested. I don't need that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Wow. And I have some announcements here, Jen. All right. Bring conscious, compassionate awareness to your Saturday tasks or any project you choose at our at-home working meditation retreat on May 29th. Projects are a lot more enjoyable when we do them with Sangha, so join us for a day of fun and awareness. Great. That's actually coming up. That's fun. Yes, it is. And if we acknowledge our Buddha nature, we can live in Gasho with the Buddha nature of all life. A new group coaching offering, A Journey to Zero Waste, will explore bringing conscious awareness to our habitual orientation towards stuff and invite us to realize that we are life, complete, fulfilled, and whole. The four-week virtual class will meet Mondays starting June 14th. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, that one. Yes, it sounds Fabulous. Mm -hmm. And a few reminders for today's show. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen, please press star six and then one to make a show and a conversation on one topic and about five minutes in length would be great. Okay, Jen, I think we are all ready here. All right. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Dan. This is John. I'm from hey, Colorado, John. but you knew, you knew me when I was in Los Angeles with my young son. Yeah. I went with you guys to Assisi. Lovely to hear your voice. I think it's been almost 20 years or somewhere in that range. Wow. I know. It's been it's been a long time. I was thinking of you guys very strongly today. Jumped on to see if you guys were still doing this, and I'm just oh, really happy you. to be here. Like I'm some of the first callers, so wow, that's great. That is fabulous. I'm, I'm so hoping what that you are you doing your, well during your practice. This. I'm I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I was just gonna no. You go ahead. You're hoping everyone's doing well. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. it's been it's been yeah. long enough that I don't know how things are at the monastery, but I have thought of you guys often and hope that things are well, especially this year for you guys. Yes, well, as you can imagine, it's quite quiet here this year, <laughs> but but it's <laughs> always quiet here, as you also know, John, having spent time here. So 
<laughs> in some ways, it's not that different. I and miss what the are frogs. you seeing in your practice? I've, um, I'm doing really well. I, I, mm-hmm. after, uh, I think um, not long after I was not really able to participate as much, I just embarked on an integration practice where I would just start trying to do the things that we'd always talked about and mm-hmm. cultivating, um, I think something Sherry said on one retreat in Italy, she said something to the effect of she wanted to have enough equanimity that if she was in a very, very, very bad situation, I, I don't remember the exact one, but it was pretty horrific, that she'd be okay. Mm-hmm. And so I spent uh, the last 20 years working on just being okay, and things mm-hmm. come up. So my general attitude is, well, right now it's like this, and later it'll be something different. Yeah. Yeah, and that really gets to the heart of it, doesn't it, John? That that practice of the unconditional, being okay no matter what. Not because of this, not because of that, not despite this, not as soon as I get that, not as, but just simply the practice of being okay, which we are yeah. when we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, also I came to the realization that almost everything I've ever worried about or catastrophized or imagined was going to be the worst case scenario never actually happened. That was a good one for me. <laughs> so weird. Yes, liberating to actually realize, wait a minute, those stories that I'm being told all the time that are creating all that suffering, all that misery, that worry, that angst, that's never happened. Yeah, I mean, things happen. I mean, things arise sure. and dissipate. But I, I basically, I think, I think the insight, you know, when I, when I met you guys, I'd been sitting for, I don't know, after I come to Europa, I mean, 25 years when I met you guys. And I think mm-hmm. as I'm aging, and I am now, Jesse, my son, if you remember him, is now 29. I do. Isn't that yeah. how old? And 29. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what I mm-hmm. say. Um, yeah. And I have a second son now. He's 17. And mm-hmm. um, we're, we're just kind of <clears throat> amazed. And I, I'm just amazed at how mm-hmm. time passes and there's – and I have, by the, the reason I'm calling is not, I don't know, just to express a lot of gratitude for the time that I shared mm-hmm. with you guys, the lessons that I learned, taking precepts with mm-hmm. you guys, um, the openness mm-hmm. that Sherry had and the clarity that she had with yeah. expressing to me um, how, not how to practice, but how to look at integrating practice and not getting too caught up in a lot of the things that my, my mind and process were telling me. And, and hearing Michael's voice today was really lovely. And, mm-hmm. and knowing that you're still there is really lovely. I'm just, I have tremendous gratitude and uh, um, mm-hmm. appreciation for the things that you guys provided in my life at, an, at, at a younger stage. Mm-hmm. God, I could just say amen to all that, John. And just to underline that piece that you're talking about, that, that one of the, it feels to me anyway, like the great gift that this particular practice, this t- particular teacher really offers, is that simple clarity, just cutting through everything that the mind does. Because, of course, when we find practice in whatever form we find it, the mind comes right with us, right? And then conditioned mind jumps on board, with, does whatever it does with it, which is fine, right? Because that's how it's going to go. But to have that guidance and that support to go beyond, to be able to stay with practice, stay with practice, and go back again to that place of the unconditional that goes beyond the mind, beyond the really what we started off in the good news with, beyond duality, beyond being in that conversation in the mind, to just being with all that is. Yeah, it's funny that there was a trigger for me, you know, I'm a musician, and the trigger for me was something actually Charlie Parker said which is he said, Mm -hmm. you practice all your scales and you practice all of your ideas and you explore every possibility and then you just Mm -hmm. get on stage and you go. Exactly. And 
you know, from a practice point of view, at a certain point, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of good talks about the Four Noble Truths and the, and the you know, the immeasurables and the Three Jewels yeah. and the, the nature of all the yeah. different, you know, constructs that the Buddha was able to so clearly point to as here are flags yeah. along the way. And at a certain point, yeah. I had to make a decision about integrating this stuff into my daily life or not. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I think once, once I made that commitment, things come up and they're not always easy, but it's not as, it's not as weighted or as, or as, um, mm. as difficult because there's not that dial. I'm not having that particular dialogue anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you that, know, if you say all that, John. You guys. Thank you. Yes. Well, I, and I'm, I'm right with you. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we practice with digging holes and <laughs> sitting in meditation and making meals and, you know, pulling weeds. <laughs> That's the, the everyday stuff. And I'll just I throw really out you. I really miss the it. chocolate cake. I really, really, oh, really miss the chocolate cake. <laughs> kidding. And we have some new, you know, even healthier versions of all of those things now. <laughs> well, the cantaloupe um, soup and the chocolate cake are an important part of my experience of life in this lifetime. <laughs> Amen. One thing, John, I'll throw out to you just because it's dropped in as you were talking about kind of really bringing it to the everyday is that the structure that we've been following the last few years where we have a sort of a year-long retreat, we call it, and there are assignments that go out every day and we there's a radio show from 9 to 9.30 every single morning, five days a week. And it's been extraordinary in terms of the uh, sort of depth of practice that's been available to people in bring in doing exactly what you're talking about basically bringing all of practice all their entire life into practice in that very everyday way so um you know of course it's the year has already started but i'm pretty sure if you wrote into the registration office if you're interested in joining us on positive they'd be able to um work you in well i'm not positive but i i think it's likely that there might still be a way to work you in so I, i'm actually yeah. quite open I'm, I, I have the time it's the durkheim quote still sits on my wall in my studio oh so yes the, yeah. the one from the bed that we used to have in the rooms that 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 still sticks with me very strong my son actually knows it by heart which is pretty funny but the oh. the the process is um yeah you know what that's a great idea Jen. actually thank you i think i'll do that yeah, just just check it out and see. Yep. Yeah. I will do that. Well, John, um, it I, is I don't lovely. Want to time from people calling in, I, I know that you have a lot of people, but my my expression of gratitude for you. I'm I'm hoping Sherry's doing well, uh, that the monastery is doing well, and that if there's Absolutely. something I can do, you know, please let me know. I'm 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 in Colorado. I'm I'm in the sort of Naropa community again, but not really. I'm in Boulder, and I'm mm. I'm very. Uh, it just you guys came up so strongly in my mind today, and I wanted to just call and say thank you. Well, thanks for following through, John. It's lovely to hear your voice. Okay. All right. Take well, thank care. you for taking the time to talk with me, and I hope you guys are, are continuing Absolutely. to do well. And uh, and uh, yeah. I will I will check in with the registration. I appreciate you suggesting that. All right. Thanks, John. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, John. Great to hear from an old friend, Jen. Indeed. It really is. It's always fun to hear. And again, that place that we've talked about before, Michael, where people are out there practicing. Yes. You know, they're out there practicing, using the tools in their everyday life, as John said. Yes, yes. And I'm not sure if John realized that he was channeling today's Daily Peace quote which is that I am an old man and I have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly by Mark that. Twain. 
by Mark Twain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was just yeah. spot on. Mm. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, oh, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Tanya. Can you hear me? Hi, um, We can hear you. I, it sounds like you're on the other side of the room, maybe, from the phone okay, or the speaker. Can you hear me better now? Let me take Much off. better, Stefania. Hi. Oh, okay, good. Hi. So, um, yes, I remember the quote from today when uh, John just mentioned it before, and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, Yes, so I'm calling in because I went to the one of the morning calls a few weeks ago, and I usually work on Tuesday, so they say, well, just, anyway, talking today, what uh, I heard in the past few days, connected with the morning and such, what I want to talk about was uh, always the feeling that, yes, I want to be in the present, um, yes, I accept life, however, Yes, conditioning is always there to judge. And uh, the feeling I have right now is about the judgment of a decision that was made a couple of years ago in our family. My son was in the hospital, and um, my husband was talking to the doctors about not doing a special procedure because he was afraid of the radiation and such. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if he was right or wrong to do that, but inside myself I said, I don't want to have a discussion. I'm just going to let life decide. Mm -hmm. However, uh, it seems like because of this procedure were not done, then my son went into um, peritonitis, and then uh, after two years he's doing very well in many ways, but he still had a lot of big problems. And so there is this... Uh, thing that always come back in in ways mm. about why I accept what mm. it is, I am thankful for how it is, but why I let it try to be peaceful and not fighting in a hospital, and I feel mm. I feel bad, and I don't know how to go through this rock. Yeah, oh boy, it's it is one of those huge challenging places, isn't it, Stefania? So let me just first make sure I'm tracking with you. So so yes you know, that place of practicing with things exactly as they are and kind of the acceptance and and really sort of having a sense of that. And at the same time, there's this judgment process that comes in. Yeah. And it sounds like in, in this case, you've really got strong voices that are coming in to say, you know, gosh, why did you do that at that time? Maybe it could have been different if you had handled yeah. that differently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what have you seen so far, Stefania, as you as you work with that, and kind of as you say, you say, I, I have that piece about the acceptance and the, but there's a strong judgment. How how have you been practicing with those things? Yeah. So I mean, I tell many times, you know, I accept life for what it is because yes, we could have changed that situation, and something else could have happened. You know what I mean? And exactly. so I can't, yeah, exactly. we don't know. So we mm-hmm. don't know. I uh, maybe that was my karma. That was his karma. That was my husband's karma. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I've been asking myself, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean mm-hmm. the karma? You know what I mean? Is something mm-hmm. to get? You know, like for my son, he probably is much more compassionate about people that have disability or issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like I made mistakes and people made mistakes. But for me, the thing that really tri- triggers me a lot is that 
I remember myself thinking, I usually the one that always says something, and that day I didn't want to say a thing. I didn't want mm. to start the discussion because I wasn't sure exactly what was the right things to do. Yeah. Yes. Right. But I right. remember strongly the feeling of like, you know, I'm just going to let life decide. And mm-hmm. I basically don't like how that... I don't like how uh, life Okay, all right, like you decided, but not that way. I wanted to yeah. go this way, right? Yes, <laughs> no, because, no. I mean, we weren't, yeah. like, you know, missing a, a traffic light, you know. We were already in the hospital. Mm. And, and so mm. I feel like that really is something that I need to figure out a way to accept mm. kindly. And, again, because I was thinking also connected with John, and I was like, Yes, I know the thing about accepting life as it is, but at the same time, wait a moment. When you have kids, it's a different story. And then he said he has two kids, so I said, well, no, shut up, even <laughs> when you have kids. <laughs> yeah, have that right. experience. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, as you, as you know, I mean, it's easy said when something yeah. is, um, is, I mean, with I'm many, many things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even connecting with yeah. a, with a newsletter that I just read, you know, yeah. I I always want to underline the positivity. But when you know, when someone, uh, as I said, I accept sometimes more death than disease, yeah. because disease well, are in the process. Yeah. And it seems like you really made the crucial point, Stefania, when you were talking about, you know, I mean, we don't know. Right? Okay, so that day, you're usually the one who steps up and says something. And that day, for whatever reason, there was more a sense of, you know what, I'm just going to be here and I'm just going to let life choose. And, that, and that's what happened that day. And as you say, who knows? Right? Okay, so you had stepped forward. It reminds me of that, you know, movies where they depict, I think there was one years ago, Sliding Doors, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I watched the movie. Right? I don't uh, even know yeah. if I saw it, to be, to be honest. Yeah, no, I did, and I, I love this kind of movie. Yes. Yeah. Right? And it goes on yes. completely direction. So who's to say? Okay, so you, so no, you know, maybe that day, no, I'm going to speak up, and I'm going to ha-ha, and it took it in some other completely different direction of, yeah. you know, an yeah. outcome we really didn't want. Yeah. I mean, bottom line is we don't know. And yeah. so it seems like if I'm hearing what you're saying, what you really get is, okay, that is just a torture conversation. Yes. And, and, you know, back to the Musings article, I mean, we could go truly spend a lifetime in the maybe this, maybe that, if this, if that, yeah. and oh, no, and what's the meaning and all that. But what I hear you really wanting to work with is, all right, this is what we, what we have right now today. How can I be with that in acceptance, in kindness, in compassion for, all, for everyone, yeah. starting with Stefania? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's challenging. Yes, yes, and um, that might be the first place is to really be accept that it is challenging. You know, when when there are things that are this real in our lives, it it's very challenging to get to that place of equanimity, okayness that that we were talking about in that last conversation. It's a challenge. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I tell myself, and I love the expression that uh, Sherry said in the past many times probably, um, there isn't a, another reality that would have happened that I can choose yeah. from because that was the 
yeah. the reality that I would have chosen. So I use yeah. that comparison many times, and, and I know that the suffering is this with me, is like, no, on that day, that thing should have happened, and that would have been exactly. fine. But it doesn't yeah. exist, even if you would have. It doesn't exist. It yeah, doesn't I find exist. that so relaxing and reassuring. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I know many times yeah. when I look at suffering, I feel like, yes, but if that thing instead of that thing would have, but it doesn't exist, so stop. It, it, however, um, sometimes I guess it's very hard to, yeah. to feel like, um, I don't know, to feel like it's true that it doesn't exist in the adversity of it, because I know that it could not exist. There isn't a, 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 another reality that could have happened. That's the only thing that it did happen. But that's again yeah. connected with our choices. How? Yes. Our, well, how? And I don't know. This, yeah. What was that last part? No, no. How our choices are meaningful, and and that's another thing that I talk to Sherry many times. What does uh -huh. it mean? I don't choose, but life choose. Right. 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 Uh, right. When I do yeah. have to decide if I turn right or left. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if this is a piece of what you were just saying with that, with the other part, Stefania, but that, so you get it, you get it that there isn't an alternate reality. And then I project what happens is then you get pulled back into the conversation. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if it could have gone this way and I could have, and why did on that one day I didn't, and what does it mean anyway to have choices? And then they're in the places that are the most challenging, like you're describing, maybe it's a matter of just that patience with ourselves of reminding ourselves in this case over and over there's no there isn't an alternate reality this is what we've got this is what we've got and whatever goes with that for you you know you talked about compassion you know coming back to compassion it's completely all right you know it is what it is however that looks but with for me at least in these places there's such a tenacity and a patience that goes together of coming back coming back coming back out of the conversation, out of the conversation, out of the conversation, as long as it takes. Mm. Out of the conversation, focusing attention to my breath, my exactly. potatoes, and, and get out. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You know, being with, with my son now, you know, yeah. Do, being, you know, outside in the garden, peeling the potatoes, feeling my hands on the, you know, whatever it is, just yeah. bringing that attention back, bringing that attention back. Yeah. 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 It's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Not, not always easy, as we say. Yeah. <laughs> because only because conditioning puts up such a fight. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. But so important. So important. Yeah. You know, because there's there's a human being in there. There's Stefania who's suffering in that conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And again, is 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 life when you know I haven't called in many times. I have not called in a long time because I wasn't working, and today I was able to. And thank you so much for mm -hmm. getting my call. Yeah, well, and I'll say the same thing I said to John, which is thank you for follow, for following that guidance that came up from life to call. Mm -hmm. That's, that's mm -hmm. so huge. It's so big. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Stefania. Take good care. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Gasho. Gasho.
Thanks for joining us, Stefania. Uh, I related to every bit of that conversation, Jen, and I especially appreciated that uh, encouragement for tenacity and patience, and tenacity and patience and persistence and saving the one human being who's suffering I know really well. Yeah, and that it's so worth it. It's It does feel Herculean at times, and it's so worth it. Yes, yes, so true. And Jen, we're going to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. Okay, thanks, Michael. Okay, you're welcome. What if you lived with your soul as you pilot? What skies would you fly? How wide would you This great song by Trish Bruxford Culligan invites us to give voice to our hearts. Simply Celebrate offers you a variety of ways to express your heart, and one of those is by celebrating the people you love. Our one-of-a-kind customized celebration books are like magic mirrors that reflect all of the laughter, adventures, and delight that friends and family share. Clients tell us that this is the best gift ever. Give voice to your heart and give a gift of love that lasts a lifetime. Visit simplycelebrate.net and turn ordinary days into an extraordinary life. Welcome back to Open Air. And Jen, I have another caller here. All right, great. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Anna from uh, San Carlos, California. Hi, hey, Anna. Anna. Hi, this is so exciting. Um, I uh, I had the opportunity to be on the call today, and so I just put myself in the queue. And um, excellent. I, it's like I didn't have anything specific to say, but it's interesting just as all the callers are talking. It's like, yeah, I can I can relate to all of that and. Hearing John say that it's been 20 years since I've heard his voice is kind of crazy because I totally recognize it. I'm like, was it really 20 years ago? It does kind of date the whole thing. <laughs> I, know. I was like, uh, what? Oh, wait, maybe so. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, as I was like occurred to me, I just had this like grand smile on my face just, you know, considering like the privilege of having the sangha through like much of my like all of my adult life is pretty I just I don't know, I was just kind of really struck by that and feeling so incredibly grateful. Uh huh. Right. So really that having that kind of time frame put you in touch with my goodness, how grateful I am to have had you you've had the Sangha pretty much your entire adult life and such gratitude for that. Yeah, and you know, it's like one of those things where it's like kinda of like your family where you're you know, have a, can have that, like, taking it for granted that, like, it's going to be there. And um, it's something I've been conscious of, that tendency, and I really were cannot um, to really remember, like, the privilege it is to have, you know, like, um, you know, have, like, access to support, um, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you can kind of get used to it. Um, but oh, it's, yeah. it's just this remarkable thing. 
and uh, yeah, yeah, R- right. When you have such access to it, it's so easy to take it for granted and to forget what a huge privilege it is to have that level of support available to us all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and as, like, the structure of my, you know, like, the particulars of my life has changed, it's, it's definitely, you know, gotten more difficult to, like, you know, COVID and kids, and all, you know, all the other mm-hmm. different changes moving and moving back. And, um, but it's, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, I was just, I was just, I was just really struck by that, just the, um, I was struck by that. And then the other thing I've been processing recently is kind of grief around, um, like my mother died right before this whole COVID. Mm-hmm. It was like my mom died, and then there was like COVID lockdown the next week um, after mm-hmm. I got back from her funeral, and um, and so it's like I just feel like it's all kind of coming back again, maybe because things are starting, you know, to kind of open up again, and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when I've been kind of like locked down in my house, you know, or like my community, uh-huh. more like it, it felt almost like this kind of surreal thing that's been going yeah. on. But as, you know, the possibility of, you know, going back to visit like where she used to live and that house not being there, you know, um, yeah. it's just all of that so in other words, kind of resurfacing. I see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So because it all happened kind of right at the same time, there was almost the, it sounds like the attention was, wasn't really on it. There was sort of this surreal other existence. And now that things are opening up and sort of quote back to normal, that the, her death is kind of resurfacing. It's coming back up. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's resurfacing and, you know, it's, you know, there's just, it feels like there's a little bit more space with, in my, like in my life to process it, you know, my kids are like mm-hmm. that much, like a year older and, you know, we can, you know, get a little bit of childcare, you know, that kind of thing is all changing. So right. it's, um, it just feels like there's more space to process it. And I feel grateful um, that there is that space and that I feel like it's an invitation, you know, it's uh-huh. like, yes, you know, like I don't yes. feel like it's like this like, horrible it is like a very sad thing but it's it's not like this I feel like it's an invitation I feel like it's an opportunity like in my heart I do feel that and I feel really grateful that that is the stance I have towards it yeah what yeah so what a lovely image so yes it is hard right but it, it it feels like an invitation the fact that sort of things are lining up to invite you into really going into that experience that you're feeling grateful that that's your sort of orientation to it. Yeah, and I've been noticing the same perspective, like, just like, I've just been so great. Like, my son, something happened at the playground, and he was, like, came to me, he was, like, crying. And and then it was, like, we had, I was, like, you know, not, not like, great, I'm, I'm not happy that you're crying, but, like, great that we've um, encountered this social situation that's a challenge that we can, like, process together. You know, and I just was, like, it was, like, that immediately came up and then with like this huh. immense gratitude that like, huh. oh my gosh, like I cannot believe that that is my like knee jerk response to this. I'm so incredibly grateful. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. Of all the sort of conditioned things, places we could go in a situation like that, such overwhelming gratitude that the place you go to it, it is that, well, this is an opportunity for me to connect with him yeah. in a particular way. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was like, this is the good stuff. That was like exactly what popped into uh-huh. my head. And it was like, uh, that's how it was, uh, you know, and it wasn't like, oh, I wish this yeah. could happen to my, you know, it was like one of those, I think yeah. you say a lot, like, it's not like you have to like go out seeking problem, you know, issues, the process, it's exactly. like, no, I come to you. But it was just like, I don't know, I just, I just, it's so remarkable to have had support yeah. to, um, to like coach myself towards that perspective of life because there's so much freedom there. There is so much freedom there, so much freedom, because instead of having an orientation of like, as you say, I don't want that to happen, I wish that didn't happen, you know, instead of that, there's, this is the good stuff, you know, this, this is the place that I actually have the uh, way to, to be with this, to practice with this, so not only do I not have to try to avoid it, but when it does happen, as you say, I don't need to seek it out, I don't need to make it happen, <laughs> but when it does happen, yeah. I actually can welcome it as an invitation, yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like that's that's like the that's like that's what's required I think for me and my experience to actually learn from something, you know, to be able to like not like kind of in, 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 integrate it, you know? Like to yeah. integrate it instead of pushing it away. It's like that's how growth and learning happens. So I just I just I just been feeling a lot of gratitude that um you know, to have had support to be able to do that because um, that's, mm. you know, not the way it's always been. Um, yeah. <laughs> no like, kidding. You know, yeah. conditioning has definitely, and it's, you know, it's not always like that, but it is it is more more like that, and I just, I don't know, I'm just yeah. feeling really grateful. Yeah. So really so grateful that, that, that the growth and the learning is possible because you're here. You're present for it. Instead of having to have attention on conditioned mind where it doesn't go in that direction, you get to actually be here and learn and grow from the situations that happen in your life. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to connect, and I'm, I guess I'm immensely grateful for this practice and the sangha and the guide and, um, and the practitioner, you know, that, like, keeps oh, showing up. Yes. And, you know, I just, I'm just, yeah, definitely don't want to yeah. take it for granted. And, um yeah, and just I just feel such gratitude to, yeah, to be here. And that is so crucial to add that piece in, isn't it? We sometimes forget that piece, right? So grateful for Sangha, so grateful for the guide, so grateful for all the, the opportunities we have. Oh, and so grateful for the practitioner, right? That she yeah. shows up, that she does the practice. Keeps that, showing up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Digging the deep hole. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Not, not the, yeah, that image of a little, I uh, didn't find water over here, let me dig a few inches over here, let me dig a few inches, but just stay where we are and just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and using the things that happen in our life to, for that depth, yeah. for that learning, for that mm-hmm. growth. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Mm. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Anna, and I, I love that conversation, Jen, and I love that piece at the end there about including the practitioner in the gratitude, and it's fun when it's not personal, that I'm not, yeah. you know, more special or less special than the rest of the Sangha, but I'm, I'm yeah. one of the people in the Sangha, and so I'm grateful for me, and I'm grateful for everybody. Yeah, exactly. And and truly, it's funny because when you don't take it personally, there's that feeling of, wow, and I'm I'm so grateful that this practitioner is practicing because I'm benefiting so much from her practice. So I just practice. Yes. (laughs) You know, it really feels that way. (laughs) Yes, 
Yes, totally, totally. And we have another caller here. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Jen and Michael, it's Jeff in North Carolina. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, I was just listening to a voice in my head, so now I was not going to get unmuted. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and and I've been uh, I've really been um, paying attention to how challenging it has been to practice with uh, speaking meditation. Mm-hmm. So this week's focus uh, in the year-long retreat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we moved from you know, uh, practicing sitting meditation to walking meditation to working meditation to listening meditation and now speaking meditation. And, um, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's to the point where I'm, I, uh, I, uh, two, two, two recent experiences. Well, first of all, I was aware that over the weekend, gosh, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, remembering or I'm not present when, uh, you know, at least not aware of it when I'm speaking. And so I, I, I want to do some other things to help myself be present. And, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, last night I, it, it occurred, okay, so let's, let's have a recording um, to play while I'm at work. Cause that's when I do mm-hmm. the most speaking, you know, um, mm-hmm. with, with students. And, um, and it's also when I tend to go the most unconscious and there's the most going on and so on. So, um, and I, I mean, I wrote, I made a plan the night before I wrote it big on the plan that this is, you know, <laughs> kind of in colors to, you know, have mm-hmm. to put that recording, uh, you know, have, and, and I, you know, had it there and, and ready to go. And I never remembered to play the recording, um, uh, today, which is fine. There's no self hate around this. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just like, okay, all right. Um, all right, okay, I see we, what I'm up against. Got it, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that, that, I like that, you know, because it's kind of like, okay. Uh, you know, it's kind of the, along the lines of, uh, you know, bring it on. Show me what you got. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, okay. Cool. Yeah, right. It's like, okay, wow, if I'm, I can't, you know, so far, yeah. It's kind of also the word yet, you know, yeah. that Sherry sometimes says, um, mm-hmm. all right. And, and this conversation is really helpful because it's really putting me in touch with that. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So, to, you know, tomorrow and not not as a contest, not as, mm-hmm. oh, I have to get it right tomorrow, but mm-hmm. as, OK, not uh, at all. You know, like I, I, I want to, you know, I just I want to see I want to see how, you know, what what what's going to drop in, uh, you know, to to, uh, you know, set myself reminders to tomorrow and, you know, what can I do, um, you know, to help my you know, self remember and, you know, put things on my desk, put, you know, I, I another thing I was just trying, um, I was in a conversation uh, on the phone shortly before this and I knew it was going to happen. I knew this guy was going to call me. And, uh, so I took some surgical tape and, uh, it, I, I put it on the finger, the, the pinky mm-hmm. finger that, with which I hold the phone, and it was holding the, the pinky finger up. And still, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, would, I would go unconscious when speaking, and then as soon as he starts speaking, 
I've come back. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, Jeff? The image, what, what I thought you were going to say is you took the surgical tape and put it on your mouth because that really would throw, right? Then I'd have to take the tape off before I start talking. <laughs> well, the, but so that, it's, it's Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to kind of catch up with you because it's so, it's so exactly it. As you say, not making a contest out of it, but that what you're realizing, it sounds like as you're talking through this in this conversation, is you're getting in touch with, well, first of all, just how much the voices don't want you to do this, right? Because they, it's a slam dunk for them, right? Okay, I'm going to go to school and interact, and that's the place that the, they most get me. And so I'm bringing practice into this arena. Okay, the stakes are high, right? So it will not have it. So then, okay, that's fine. That all the different ways that you can practice being with that and, and actually, you know, bringing that consciousness that you want to bring to that arena and doing whatever it takes. Right, exactly. And, and the, the thing about it, it, too, is it's fun, especially in this conversation. It's exciting. It's like, you know, rubbing my hands like, cool. This, this for some reason, it's, it's just like this real adventure. It's like, okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm really, yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, you know, whatever. I, and, but I just want to go back to the moment. It's interesting. You said that about putting the tape on my mouth because that's actually what first dropped in. Um, I, I was walk, I was taking a walk around the neighborhood and talking to this guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. But what the fir- the first thing that occurred was to put the spirit, uh, the spiritual tape, hmm, the surgical tape on my mouth. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. But then it was like, oh, I can't do that and walk around the neighborhood because what are people going to think is basically what, you know, not in words, but that's, um, but yeah. anyway, so I put it on my finger. Um, but anyway, that, what, whatever, it was just, uh, that is what occurred. And, and I didn't, anyway, I didn't go with that, but I, but I could yeah. have. Um, and, yeah. uh, but anyway, it's, yeah, you know, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, um, tomorrow, I mean, I mean, heck, I, I could, I could put a piece of spirit, uh, I keep calling it spiritual tape, uh, surgical tape on, on, you know, on my face because, you know, there are often, you know, people get a little cut or something, um, and, you know, whatever, you know, and put things around, um, on, on my desk, put things here and there that are just so out of place, you know, just yeah. give myself as many chances um, to see something that's going to get my attention and bring it back um, to here, knowing that I still, you know, may go unconscious a second later, maybe, sure. maybe I won't. But, but even yeah. if no matter what happens, it's just all those different things are, you know, eventually that, that kind of practice, it's going, to, it's going to bring me where, you know, I'll find myself uh, speaking and present. You, you know, yeah, especially if, with anyway. that approach and that attitude of mind, right? So, okay, I'm going to put this here. I'm going to do that. I'm going to change things around. I'm going to put, you know, sticky notes in this. I'm going to, with that attitude of mind, of I'm, I'm going to keep at it until I get to practice being conscious at work. Well, which is what you are. Right. I mean, right? Until I actually get to be here at work. And right. then all of it, all of that is that part of that process. Right, and so if we, the process is the outcome, and we come at it with that attitude of mind and that spirit of adventure that you're talking about, then there we go. Yeah, yeah, and, and another, and you know, as you're talking about it, the the other thing is, uh, I kind of I said this before, but but that it, it, it's not a contest, and so it's um, uh, I remember I think it was my very 
uh, it was my second retreat with Sherry, but it was, it was, I was, it was at Carmel back, back when we used to go to Carmel. Um, and I, I, I heard her, at least I, this is my memory, I heard her talk about a, a you know, a surfboard analogy that if we, if we only, um, if we only like riding the crest of the wave, you know, I don't remember what, what the rest of that sentence was, but, but if we, if we love paddling out, you know, waxing the wet or waxing the board, you know, first, whatever, uh, paddling out. And uh, anyway, every part of the process, Basically, I don't, again, I don't know what followed that, but, but I, what I, you know, occurs to me now is then, then it's possible to enjoy all of life instead of just what ego would call the peaks of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we can really enjoy all of it. So using that surfing analogy, that it's not just when I'm at that crest of the wave, but we can love the surfboard. We can love waxing it. Right. We can love waiting out. And, we can, and which we do when we're present for it. When we're present for it, there really isn't a, yes. a difference between any of those, right? They're just, that's just what's now, what's now, what's now. We love all of it. Yeah, there was a quote recently, I think, in the year-long retreat, something about the, uh, the effort um, mm-hmm. is what matters, not the outcome. Um, I can't remember what, what it was, but, but anyway, oh, something full effort is full victory. Um, but, but, and, and anyway, but, but what, what I've been, again, in this conversation tonight, what I've been feeling is the excitement of the, of participating in the process. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, to go to do all this stuff. Like I'm right after this call, I'm going to start getting ready <laughs> and, um, and then, you Wax know, just have board. a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Waxing the board, <laughs> bring a surfboard in there tomorrow. Um, but 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 all those kind of things, right? Yeah. And then you know, and then however it goes, you know, okay. Then you know, record and listen about it, and you know, and then okay, and then tomorrow, you know. Um, but it's just you know, being with the human being throughout the process, and, and we're in this excitement of the kind of of the the chase. Almost sounds like it's something that's an outcome, but the excitement of the process. Um, and, and just like that, again, that surfboard analogy, it's all fun because it is, not because I'm making up that it is, because it is. It's, it's the excitement yeah. of being here for the process. Exactly. And that's, that's it, right? Because when we're present for the process, so we hang up the phone, we're here doing whatever we're doing, you know, attention on awareness, counting the breath, whatever we're doing to be here, we're practicing being here which is the only thing that's going to allow me to be here when I'm at work in conversation <laughs> with people is practicing being here. Yeah. All right. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you, Jeff. All right. All right. We'll, we'll Thank you, Michael. report back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. Very good. Great. Okay. Great. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. And yes, Jen, that'll be great to hear a report back. And I had a, I heard a lot of enthusiasm and excitement and energy, and seems like you really can't go wrong from there. Exactly, right? Yep. Take the contest right out of it and add all the yes. adventure. Yes, yes. And we have time for at least one more caller here. All right. Next oh. caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Jen, this is Zoe from New Jersey. Hey, Zoe. 
Hey, um, I don't have a plan. I just wanted to call to connect because I realized that I let ego override that initial impulse to uh, put myself in the queue. Ooh, but you got it in the end. <laughs> the Aikido <laughs> <Yeah>. move. <laughs> yeah, I noticed yeah. it. Um, and it's I thought, oh, yeah, there was an impulse there. Yeah, uh, and I just let myself get talked out of it because I don't have, um, you know, because I didn't have a, a plan or an idea or a burning question, et cetera. Yeah, so. yeah. And you know what I love about that, Zoe? It, it just completely underscores what we always hear in practice, which is that what, all we need is this moment, right? So it doesn't matter that I got tacked out of it and that this happened and that mm-hmm. happened. I saw that. I came back here mm-hmm. and I put myself in the queue. There, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are you seeing in your practice these days? Um. Well, um. I I really... That's the thing that I, I um, that kept me from, un, you know, putting myself in the queue because I don't know exactly how to answer that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I really don't, and um, mm-hmm. I don't want to go down a path of confusion and um, analysis. <laughs> well, that's huge right there, isn't it? <laughs> right? You don't want to go down a path of confusion and analysis. So it sounds like that place of you're really aware of the ways that the voices try to get you and that one, what you're practicing currently, literally right now in this moment, is not going to the places that conditioning wants to take you. That's what's yeah. going on in your practice. Yeah, letting go of, um, you know, the the recent past and and just being here and yeah and I'll, you know trying i mean i was looking at listening to those the the still small voice because i had realized do i even hear that in my life like do i even you know um that's something i can really look out for and um you know also just really enjoying um yeah, just re- trying to, I mean, really, the, the year-long retreat, whether or not I'm doing those weekly assignments, yeah. because right now I, I have completely not been able to do it with that uh-huh. particular content, but it's still really reminding me, I've noticed, to yeah. bring that, to bring myself back to the present moment in more yeah. everyday situations than I have been. So, yeah, um, and that's it, isn't it? Obviously, mm-hmm. because... I mean, that's, that's truly what you're doing right now, right? Is mm-hmm. that you heard that still small voice that mm-hmm. suggested getting on the show. You saw mm-hmm. that whole progression. You mm-hmm. put yourself in the mm-hmm. queue, right? You see the condition process that wants to drag you off. You see that, and you practice not doing that, and that's right. what you're practicing all right. the time. <laughs> and as you say, you know, whether I'm meeting conditioning standard of how I'm supposed to be doing the you know, mm-hmm, particular mm-hmm. with assignment, there's that sense that we're, you're being transformed by it, that there are changes. You know, things are different. There are yeah. places in your everyday life where practice is, is happening. Yeah, and there's more awareness. Like, I've just, you know, today my awareness was really on attention at work. And because um, mm-hmm. someone pointed out to me yesterday, they're like, wow, I, you, know, you seem really scattered. And I, I said, oh, it's because I'm anxious. Like, I, I can feel that I have anxiety right now. And you know, the anxiety kicked in, then there was the scatterbrain process, and, you know, there really was awareness watching it all, and, yeah. um, 
you know, just saying, okay, wow, I don't want to go with that frenetic energy. Let me see what I can do to kind of just reel back, you know, and, and, and yeah, just not, not let that take me off into, you know, just a total, totally uh, yeah. not productive, uh, like, mode. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of practicing with it, um, doing my best and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's just it's just been really a nice call and a really nice show and hearing everybody. Well, and a really nice example that you just <laughs> you just gave us, right? Of there it is. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm at, you know, people often talk about, you know, work situations and as we were talking mm-hmm. about very mm-hmm. very often for the very reason we're talking about in the in this year long retreat in terms of because we're interacting with other people. It's mm-hmm. the most challenging thing. Mm-hmm. And so then you, you, as you say, all of that was in awareness. You know, there was kind mm-hmm. of this feeling thing that there's an anxiety that has this frenetic energy to it. It kind of scatters things. Mm-hmm. And then all of that being held in awareness, it sounds like began to allow you to practice with, okay, I don't really want to be swept off by that. So let me mm-hmm. just kind of come back here and practice with it the best I can in this moment, you know, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, and noticing all the emotions coming up and like, oh, wow, I'm really picking mm-hmm. up on all this crazy, negative, dramatic, you know, all this energy mm-hmm. and duh, mm-hmm. you know, just like, wow, it's a lot, you know, and just really yeah. just trying to be with myself and, and um, yeah. yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate it, too, and, um, yeah. Mm. And as you say, just lo- really appreciating the show, listening to everyone else talk about what they're talking about, really gives us an, an opportunity to just be here, to listen, to have that experience of coming back to ourselves, that we're all yeah. practicing. Then we take yeah. that into those higher level situations that you're describing, and we practice yeah. there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Zoe. Thanks for calling in tonight. Thank you again to, uh, gosh, it's such a theme for following that impulse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Zoe. And yes, Jen, it was a theme to follow that still small voice and the impulse for that and to honor that experience. Yeah, to do it, to just that call to be here and we follow it and come together and so much fun so much fun and it's the top of the hour and so thank you Jen and thank you everyone Mm, thank you Michael okay go happy go happy bye-bye bye